0: So, this is such a controversial topic. Um, I am not... Uh, Kylie Powers Radio does not confirm, deny, uh, agree with, support. Anything said by a guest on the show, what I was looking at, uh, what I think the takeaway, the larger takeaway from this is, so please don't be offended, is regardless of what young pharaoh is saying in this the thing that he has irrefutably right is that the artwork is questionable some of that artwork, the pictures that he found if you saw his video that showed uh, some of the you know, relationships in terms of how people are depicted, even around Jesus, were questionable. And if this is some kind of brotherhood or whatever, I mean, you could, you could kind of see it. But other than that, um, I said I didn't necessarily agree with him because I know that at the same time, these same pictures, uh, paintings from back then are also depicting Jesus Baphomet, meaning as both uh, male and female. So if if they're trying to, in the artwork that is, in the artwork, if they're allu- and and the church sanctions this artwork because everywhere you can see the sculpture that is feminized, Of him crucified. That you've got to wonder. Are they trying to say. That he was transgender. Which means that he really would have been a she. So if he's a she. And there was something inappropriate with. uh, Judas. Then he's not gay. He's just transgender. And he's straight. So that's why I said, I, I don't, uh, not trying to make up my mind about any of this. I am not even saying what I think on any of it. I'm just saying, it's interesting that this guy did this video and the way he talks, not the subject matter, but the way his accent, I thought his accent was just funny to me. Um, and my probing mind is saying, Why is this artwork that goes back to ancient times depicting this with religious figures? That's the point of my covering it in the episode today. Not to uh, insult anyone, not to blaspheme, not to upset anyone's religious apple cart. I'm saying, why is the narrative in this ancient art depicting the relationship, some of these relationships between these biblical figures as more broke back Mountain than, you know, you know, just uh, a, a savor of men's souls. I just I want people to start asking questions about the artwork. Who did this? Was this the work of the church? To depict these these biblical stories like this, what so, so what is the church trying to tell you? Do you know what I mean? What are we missing? And then, Pharaoh has a point even in some of the scripture where it's like he kissed him, and and then the whole thing with the perfume—it's just a little something's a little off, and I'm like. The people that wrote this, we've got to remember that it's the divine inspiration of what they wrote. This is not God sitting down, you know, writing this and then sending it to us, you know, and if if they were following what the indigenous people were already doing, there was no need for any kind of New Testament if The first thing that the most high made, he doesn't make mistakes. So why would it need to be changed? And I still, no matter what anyone says, the three in one, you know, like it's either there's no other gods before him or not. You can only say one name at a time. So it can't be three in one. You're exalting one over the other. And uh, grown-up people with critical thinking skills should be able to discuss this without uh, a witch hunt or being mad at a person for asking questions for clarification. Isn't the point of all of this is to clarify so that we can understand it better, you know, to be saved? So I just think that these were really interesting questions of why the church and and all kinds of art people know about this artwork and the story that the art is telling you know is different from I think what many Christians think and it's an interesting question like why is this art saying this you know and and why has nobody ever asked this in all these years I don't know and, you know i'm i'm just a person that you know i don't just be like someone says something or put something in my face and i'm just like oh yeah okay that's it you know i'm like well something is unusual here why is it unusual why is why is this unusual thing that doesn't fit with what this is supposed to be why is it there and what is it what is it trying to tell me you know, and, um, you know, I don't know, I guess in later episodes, I know it's going to connect back to the people of Lot, Uh okay, there was something that I should have said before in my, you'll hear in my rant, where I said the stories are true, and, you know, I do believe that there were messianic figures and that the stories are true. When I'm saying that the stories are true, I believe that they are empirically true. The information, uh, the numbers, the all of that stuff. I think uh, when you look at it deeper, the truth is there. Underlying, it is there. Uh, all of those the things we're told about. Excuse me. If, uh, empirically, are correct. It's not literal. I can understand that it's literal, and we've and not literal, and we've had so many scholars discuss this, and and it's it's no brainer that this stuff is not literal. But you have many Christians who, depending on how their pastors or whoever they've heard you know, has preached it, it's still coming off where everybody is acting like this is all literal, and if you don't think it's literal, then then there's something wrong with you, you know, so I think people are so into the literal interpretation and the idolatry, the idol worship of certain biblical figures that they're missing the point. They're missing the point is the Christ consciousness. And I think the Christ consciousness is what sets you free. So if you refuse to think or to go into Christ consciousness, how could you ever be freed? That is the way to the sun. By elevating your consciousness to be able to uh, have the discernment that he had. Uh, that that's, that's getting to Christ consciousness. But if you can't uh, open your mind and look at things or ask questions and you're waiting on something else outside of yourself to do that, I don't know if you'll be saved, quite honestly. Really saved. So I'm just doing my best. I'm going through persecution here. And I don't know, you know, I'm getting what I feel are mixed signals from different people. I know I'm going to always have, I'm not going to say that, but I know there's people out there that are detractors or whatever, and I don't really wish them anything ill. I just want to live my life and, and do what I enjoy. And, uh... I always have to have these like little after party conversations, uh, because people, you know, misinterpret or they don't get it. So what do I feel needs clarification now? I hear them saying, oh, you don't know what you want. No, I know what I want, but I'm not here to tell people, you know, that are not on my team. I'm not there to tell them what I want, you know, but, uh. Something that's very obvious is that, you know, they said, oh, well, what do you love? I absolutely love um, what I do, which is storytelling. And this platform, being on the radio, whether it's internet radio, uh, whether I eventually can be, you know, stable enough to have a setup where I can be on camera or have a uh, hold interviews and, you know, I would really like to, if I have the technology and the wherewithal to have the anchor of my work life to be, uh, you know, the personality that I am where I can communicate with people and introduce topics and subjects and, uh, see what people are thinking and how they're feeling and stuff like that is the flagship of, of everything that I do anyway. Because I'm, you know, I'm not, I don't look at myself that I'm here to make pretty sounds. That's not all I'm about. And I feel like every single thing that I do every day, all day, you know, when when I end up singing, I'm singing about what I know and what I feel. And... um. It's a conversation. Music is a conversation. So to say, oh no, just sing, but don't, you know, don't talk about what you think about or what you find interesting or anything. It's like, how do people expect any performers to truly be interesting if they don't have anything on the brain? If your whole life is just rushing around and, you know, what you wore, And how you looked. And you know. What your numbers are. And how many likes you have. If that's. And and who you're having sex with. And what you're going to buy next. If that's all you have going on. I'm sorry. For me as an artist. That is just. I'm going to lose interest. Probably very quickly. So. Um. I'm interested in people that actually have an inner life that informs their choices. You want to be interesting in fashion. You want to be interesting in anything. You have to have a thought about it. And and that takes time. So people... Here's the thing. People are like, Oh, you're wasting time thinking, reading, looking, asking. Oh, it's such a waste of time. And so they don't invest anything except uh, the only time they invest is most likely, and I know there will be a lot of people that would be much more happier with me if I did this. It's like only the topics that are like, I don't know, the top on Huffington Post or the top and the Twitter or the top, uh, you know, social media topics or, you know, like as if, As if that dictates what you think about or or the latest PSYOP or whatever. There's so much. Like I said, we're at the end times, you know. And there's so much that we could be thinking about doing. It's just endless, you know. How much we have not tapped before, you know. Robots become a major factor in our lives, and it's like at that point they're doing the thinking they're and and if they're doing the thinking and the feeling then then they're then they're doing the living, and that's <sighs> cherish, cherish every second of your life, every single experience, wherever it is, whatever it is. Find out for you what makes that moment quality. For me, it's not just whether I'm in luxury, you know, or whether I'm in the most, uh, you know, yeah, luxurious place and, you know, all those, the creature things, you know, did I, did I go here? Did I just sit there? You know, it's like, I have to, you know, um a person who remains nameless would be like this person said I have to I have an itinerary for the day and if I don't do this itinerary and blah 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 and I'm like if your if your and your itinerary was you did six different uh you know you did all these different works but you didn't go anywhere spiritually or emotionally or even physically. You know, and that's one aspect I'd like to bring more into balance, and I will as my finances get better and better um I have to really be smart about reserving my energy and using my energy well um so but like I go so many within one day, i like I'm a mountain climber, you know, and it doesn't matter where I am or what resources. I I learned a lesson through all the adversity that I went through, you know, with people trying to supposedly keep me stuck or keep me from being here or doing that. Like, I don't even, I can go, I can move a mountain, scale a mountain, even if I'm just in one room, you know, or where, whatever I have at my disposal, I'm going to utilize every single thing. It's like being on the stage, you know. You're not just on on that one part of the stage. You use the stage. You're you're on. You're everything. You're a part of everything. So um, I hope everybody looks at that approach to life. And um, yeah, I'm okay. I think everything's going to be okay. At least I'm true to myself. And when you're true to yourself and and people know that they know who you are, kind of, sort of. And like they're like, okay, yeah, I understand. Whatever, it's different, but that's hard. Do you know what I mean? It's like there's a consistency there. There's a stability there that you can grow from. And I think even people that may not agree with you, they can have a respect and even a trust and a tolerance for you. Because they are like. Oh okay yeah I get it. You know what I mean? As opposed to. You know shifty people that are. You know just always. Just chasing the dollar. We all need to to you know. Have livelihoods but. I think, do think it's important. how How you. How you make your money. Because that's going to affect how you enjoy it or how you are perceived with it. That's going to affect how much more you'll make of it. So, I just try to keep everything in balance. And I try to be true to myself and I try to be smart, you know. And uh, and I do care about people's feelings and uh I'm not trying to offend anyone. Uh, I'm not telling you what to think. I'm not even saying that that went on. Uh, I'm saying, why is this artwork saying this? We need to look more. We need to look more. And I'll be talking about that. Kyla Powers. Radio. On Super Secret. Podcast. Oh, yeah.